Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The real Jason Duncan. Hey there, welcome back to another edition of the show. I am the real Jason Duncan. You can call me JD. Uh, I'm going to be solo today because I have some really interesting information that I want to share with you. I think it's going to be interesting to you about comfort zone. We've all heard that our lives really excel when we go out of our comfort zone. And I don't disagree with that. But I want to share with you something that I listened to this morning and really made me think about this um, in a significant way. So Bob Proctor, um, many of you listening to this will know who Bob is. If you don't, you need to go to YouTube and just look up Bob Proctor, the Proctor Gallagher Institute, and watch his videos, read his books, take his courses. Uh, The guy's a genius when it comes to the law of attraction, the law of vibration, about how to excel. He talks about paradigms. He talks about how the conscious mind and the subconscious mind work, all of this great stuff. As a matter of fact, one of my kind of goals in life is to be uh, on the same level as Bob Proctor in those areas, be able to teach like he teaches. Because after all, I am a teacher. And my goal in life, my mission in life is to use my gifts of teaching and leadership to help other people achieve success and to discover their purpose in life. But I was listening to uh, uh, Bob Proctor this morning as I was riding my bicycle and working out. I try to ride my bike three or four days a week and work out three or four days a week. And um, normally I don't listen to anything. If if anything at all, I've got music playing in the garage when I'm working out. But when I ride my bike, I'm normally just, it's just me. I don't don't have an earbud in or anything. But this morning, actually the last two days, I've been having just my right earbud in. Uh, And public service announcement, if you're on a public greenway, or street or sidewalk and you're walking, running or jogging or riding a bike, you should really only have one in because you need to be able to hear people around you. I can't tell you how many times as a bicyclist, I'm coming up behind somebody on a path that's walking and they're taking up the whole path. And I say, Hey, I'm coming around to your left. And they don't hear me because they got the earbuds in and I have to slow down or get off the path or wait until I kind of see a spot. And then I end up scaring them. <laughs> I scared this, this one lady this morning. It was so, <laughs> She didn't hear me. I don't think she had earbuds in. I think she just didn't hear me. But I was coming up on this junction where it goes from concrete to a, a raised concrete to go over a bridge. And they have a metal, <laughs> there's this little metal piece that covers the, the gap and it doesn't sit flush. Uh, so if you, if I've learned, if I ride my bike on the right side, it makes no noise when I go over it. But if I ride anywhere else, it makes a really loud clank, clank, clank noise when I go across it on my bike. <laughs> and so I was coming up behind this lady and she was walking on the right, just like she was supposed to and giving me plenty of room on the left. I didn't even need to say I'm coming around. She was, she'd given me plenty of room. And, but we, we, we hit that, we hit that step, that little clank point, that, that metal at the exact same time. <laughs> and, 
and she didn't know I was there and it made that loud noise. And I thought she was going to jump out of her skin. <laughs> I felt terrible, but I was moving, you know, I wasn't moving terribly fast, probably doing 10 or 15 miles an hour. And uh, I thought, you know, <laughs> I, I laughed, I laughed for probably the next two or three minutes. Cause I, cause I heard her uh, go, whoo. <laughs> and then she kept, I heard her say some other things as I, <laughs> as I passed. But then as it was, I, you know, I rode, I rode, you know, my all the way to the end to run, came back and was coming back. I passed her again and I waved at her. She smiled and waved at me. So she did, she's not mad at me, <laughs> but it was fun. So public service announcement, make sure you're wearing just one earbud. But anyhow, back to the story. So I was listening to a video um, on YouTube of Bob Proctor this morning, and he was talking about paradigms. And uh, interesting thing about paradigms, and I'm going to get to the comfort zone thing, because the whole point of my show today is just I want to talk about comfort zones. And I want to give you what I think is some really good information that will encourage you as an entrepreneur about comfort zones and how you can move to a higher level. But, but I want to go back to this paradigm thing. I, I remember when I was working on my master's degree, we had a professor come in, a guest professor come in from, I think, the University of California. Uh, or I, I don't remember. I don't remember where he came in from, but he came in and he talked about paradigms. And he, he said that, you know, a paradigm, of course, and Bob Proctor also believes this, that a paradigm is a system by which we see and understand and interact with the world. It's how we see things, I guess. So we have certain worldviews or certain paradigms about how life works and how things are. And we, that's, that's called a paradigm. And when we make a paradigm shift, when we shift from one paradigm to the next, there's a cause for that shift because we, we don't typically just choose willy nilly to change paradigms. We, we are ingrained and wired to have the same paradigm for an extended period of time throughout our lives. And most people never change their paradigm at all. That's why most people stay in whatever condition they were born and raised in. They never rise above that. They never change because their paradigm never changes. So uh, you can also look at this in terms of religious things. So, so for example, if you have a specific paradigm about religion, whether you believe that God exists or you believe he doesn't exist, whether you're a Baptist, whether you're a Pentecostal, you know, you have a paradigm that follows that line of thinking. Um, if you're an employee, you have a paradigm as an employee. If you're an entrepreneur, you have a paradigm as an entrepreneur. So there are all these different paradigms and no paradigm is better or worse than any other, you know, generally speaking. But the only way that professor told us, the only way that your paradigms can change is if enough anomalies happen in the current paradigm that require you to think about things different. So for example, if you were raised in a fundamental legalistic uh, Christian church, for example. Um, and, and that's the way you saw everything. Everybody's going to hell. You know, if they don't do things the way you do things, there, there's certain legalistic things. Maybe, maybe it's about what women can wear, not wear dresses versus pants, or maybe it's whether you can have musical instruments in your worship service or you can't, or maybe it's whether you use the King James version or you don't like you had a paradigm that you raised. Well, if through your own study and being getting new information, some anomalies begin to occur. For example, if you believe the King James Version is the only version of the Bible that you're ever supposed to read and every other version is a derelict and it's a sinful, blah, blah, blah. Well, if, if you start studying the discrepancies in the King James Version, you understand, oh, there's mistakes in here too. And, oh, this is why the King James Version was uh, designed or, and, uh, or, or written in the first place. And, and an anomaly happens. An anomaly is against your paradigm. In other words, an anomaly it doesn't match the paradigm. That's what an anomaly is. It's not normative. It's not normal. It doesn't, doesn't happen this way often. When enough anomalies happen that require you to shift, that's when a paradigm shift occurs. 
And so that's this idea of paradigm, the way you see the world, Bob Proctor's whole video that I watched this morning on YouTube, um, was on this paradigm shift. And you know what, I'm going to look this up right now and I'm going to share, I'm going to make sure that the link to that Bob Proctor video is in the show notes. So I want you to go take a look at that video, but he was talking, the whole video was about paradigms and how paradigms affect the way we see things. And at some point he was talking about in the, in the show uh, or in his teaching, this video about how we're all operating on a certain frequency. And that's part of the law of vibration. The law of vibration teaches that everything is vibrating. This camera that I'm looking into is vibrating at a certain frequency. This microphone is vibrating at a certain frequency. The sound waves that we get, they're waves that is frequency. Everything is vibrating and we're vibrating so quickly as humans, all of our body and all the millions and trillions of cells are vibrating, but they're vibrating so quickly. It looks like we're not moving. And so when we vibrate on a certain plane, that becomes our comfort zone. And that's the way we see the world in that zone through that zone is the way you see the world. So right now, as you're listening to this podcast, you see the world in a certain way. You see it through your lens of your paradigm. And that is where you are comfortable. Now, every single person is living in their comfort zone on a regular basis. There are moments where we, where we make shifts and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but every person lives in their comfort zone. So I, I want to use health and finances as the two examples of comfort zones. So if we talk about health, for example, um, whatever weight and health, uh, level of health that you have right now is your comfort zone. Um, that comfort zone that you live in is where things are comfortable. Now that doesn't mean you like it. Now don't, don't conflate comfort and likability because comfort is you, you don't have to change and therefore it's comfortable. Even though you might not be pleased with it, it's comfortable, right? Um, like you could stay in bed all day on a Saturday and be very comfortable, but understand, Hey, this is not good. I don't need to stay in bed all day. Right? So your comfort zone is where you are comfortable. So let's say, for example, you weigh, uh, 350 pounds. All right. That, that is obese. Uh, unless you are a certain height above eight feet or something I, like you got to be really, really tall for that to be normative. But, but if you're 350 pounds and you, you're like, I don't like this, but that may in fact be your comfort zone. And you look at someone who is say 180 pounds and they're sh they're fit, a fit, they're in their, in the best shape of their lives. Listen, they are also living in their comfort zone. It's just a different frequency. It's a different plane. It's a different paradigm. It's a different thing. Now, one comfort zone and health is way up here. I'm going to, I'm going to put that comfort zone at the 180 pound dude. Who's fit, uh, six foot tall. He runs, he, he works out, he's, he eats healthy. That's his comfort zone. And let's say you're down here on a different frequency and I'm going to use it as a lower frequency because I believe it's, it's a lower frequency because it's not healthy and you're 350 pounds and you're, you know, five, five foot six and you eat terrible, you eat out all the time. That is your comfort zone. And but in both of those zones are comfortable to the person living in that zone. So if we are ever going to get out of our comfort zone, moving from one comfort zone to the next, that transition from one frequency to a higher frequency, that is where the pain and the discomfort comes in. But as soon as you go through the comfort zone transition into the higher level of comfort zone, that is done. The pain is over. 
You know, I've been a, a little overweight my whole life. My, I mean, not my whole life, but a lot of my life. Um, not obese, you know, not unhealthy, just a little over, just carry a little extra pounds. My body is built a little differently, but that's not an excuse. It's just, it's just the reality. I'm built a little differently. Am I comfortable with that? Now, well, I guess you could say technically I live in the comfort zone of weighing around 200 pounds. Well, I would prefer to be at 180, 185 actually is where I'd like to be. The pain of going from where I am now to that 185 is the only is is a shift in my paradigm and a shift in my comfort zone from where I am now to a new comfort zone. Because when I get to that new place, it's not uncomfortable. It's it's comfortable to be in that new place. I used to weigh, believe it or not, 230 pounds a long time ago. I remember getting on the scale, and I think that's the heaviest I ever was. I remember getting on the scale. I think it was at Christmas time. We got a scale for Christmas, and I stood on the scale and I was like, holy. Blank, you know, I can't believe this because I was 185 pounds when I graduated high school. I was two, I think, 200 when I got married. So, which was only two years later. So, I gained 15 pounds in two years in college. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. Hey, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur, and that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody, and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email, rather than just having a bunch of HTML where it's pictures and stuff, what if it was a video? And the video had a little GIF, and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it, and it had your name. Like it said, hello, Jason, check this out. And then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window. And it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are, or how awesome they can help you, how good they can help you out. That is the power of video emails. I want you to try Dub out. I've been using it for years. I have closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last six years or so using Dub, and you can do it too. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. That's D-U-B-B, therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. Dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video. It's going to help you with, they've even got a CRM built into it. You can build landing pages. You can do campaigns, even SMS campaigns. You can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions. And like I said, they've got an existing software platform inside Dub to take your CRM to the next level. Try this out. Get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. Get two weeks to try it for free and 50% off your first two months. That's therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. 40 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had your business in the yellow pages. You remember those things? <laughs> And 30 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door-to-door -door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? Social media content. Social media content in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram Reels or TikTok or YouTube Shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or me as a business coach. This 
medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't know what to talk about. Well, Story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because Story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And by the way, if you're not confident in talking on video or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today and to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. And that's story with two Y's. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. That's S-T-O-R-Y-Y for 10% off your first three months to try story out. You're going to thank me later. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Which I think it's normal. To, normal, Most people would say, yep, I did that too. And then I gained 20 pounds the first year I got married. And then somewhere within the next couple years came 10 more. I mean, that's insane. But I was living in a comfort zone. And when I stepped on the scale and I realized that, that didn't change my comfort zone. It just told me that I need to get to a new comfort zone. And so what I did is I went through the pain of change and I, I got down to 220 again and I stayed at 220 for years and that was my comfort zone. And then I, then I started thinking about, well, I don't want to be 220. I want to get down to 210. So I got down to 210 and I stayed that for years. And now I'm on my way to, to being at 200 goal, ultimately to be at 185. The pain of the change from one comfort zone to the next that is the only temporary pain you have to go through to get to a new comfort zone. So when you are sitting there at 350 pounds and you say, well, I can never be 180, no 185, because I don't want to, I, that, that's not comfortable for me. Well, let me tell you something, 185 would be very comfortable for you. It would be very comfortable. It's the pain of the transition that you're not comfortable with. It's that pain in between those frequencies that you're not comfortable with. The pain from changing from one comfort zone to the next is temporary. And it's not as bad as you think that it is. Because once you start affirming that new comfort zone, you start vibrating on a different frequency, you will attract different things. Your will has power. That's what I'll call it willpower. The will to move from one level of comfort to the next higher level of comfort is all done through willpower. It's your will to move from one to the next and your will has power. And I'm going to give you an example. When I started, um, started 2023, I made a decision that I want to be 185 pounds by the time I turn 50 years old. It would give me a little over two years to do that. And when I made that decision, now, did I go out and join Jenny Craig or did I start working out every day? No, I'd already started making some of those decisions, not Jenny Craig, of course, but started making some of those decisions. And my will had power to change my desires, 
the things I did every day. I, I really enjoy work, working out every day. I enjoy riding my bike. My comfort zone is now new and is better than the old comfort zone. They're both comfortable. And the only pain I had to endure was the transition point. Now let's, let's move into finances and talk about that for a minute. In finances, there is a comfort zone that you're living in. And the amount of money that you're making right now, your income and your assets are directly related to how much you need to make and how what you've said and thought about how much you needed to make all the years leading up to this moment of you listening to the podcast. So whether you make 40 grand a year, 100 grand a year or 40 million per year, it is because you made a decision that that's what you're going to make and you live a life that requires that. Bob Proctor said in that video this morning, as I was listening to it, and you're going to go listen to it after this, he said, never lower your standard of living to match your income. You know, if you go through a moment of time where your income is reduced, don't lower your standard of living. That's, that's a death nail because the thing, the number one indicator for the amount of money that you make annually is the amount of money you need to make. So if you remove the need to make that money, you're going to, you're going to go backwards. So if you're making, let's say, 100 grand a year as an entrepreneur, and I would certainly hope that you're doing that, entrepreneurship should definitely provide a six figure lifestyle. Easy, easy if you're doing this right. If you're not, you need to reach out to me and join my business accelerator or my 10 hour entrepreneur course and let me show you how to do it. Because you can, if you're an entrepreneur not making at least six figures, something is terribly, terribly wrong with what you're doing. So please reach out to me at therealjasonduncan.com. We need to work together. You need to hire me as a coach or join one of my courses because it's not working. But let's say you're living a six-figure lifestyle. Let's say it's just 100000 So it's on the low end of the six figures. It's the minimum of six figures. Well, that's your comfort zone. That's where you live. It's comfortable for you. You may not like it, but it is comfortable for you. There is another frequency, another zone of people who make a million dollars a year. Now, I'm on track to do that. I want to be, that's one of my goals is to be a million-dollar annual earner. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. I'm moving in that direction. That's what I want. And, and I want to be, I want to be there as soon as possible. So if we're going to move from a comfort zone of a hundred grand a year to a million a year, the pain is just in the transition and it's not, there's no pain in making a million dollars a year. Now you may say, well, no, duh. No, what I'm saying is, is that that new zone, that new frequency, that new level that you vibrate on it, making a million dollars a year is different, but comfortable for the people that are doing it. When I was a school teacher, the last year that I taught school, I made 38000 and some change. That was very comfortable for me. My wife was working full time. She was making about the same amount of money. So, you know, all in, we're making, you know, 80-ish as a household. And we were comfortable. Life was good. Like we didn't have, we did not have anything. We still went on vacations from time to time, not extravagant ones, but we went on vacations. We were comfortable. Well, as an entrepreneur, now I'm making, you know, lot, a lot more money. Um, you know, I've made quite a bit of money in the six figure, mid six figures range. And I'm moving towards the seven figures. As I, as I made that transition, it was the transition that was difficult and it lasted only for a short period of time. And now I'm in a new comfort zone. And to think about going back to $80,000 as a household income is unfathomable to me. I can't even imagine what that would be like. It would be just as uncomfortable to go backwards as it would be to go forwards. So I'm going to choose the transition discomfort. You know, you listen to this podcast. If you're my, if you're one of the people making a million dollars a year, I want to be like you. If you're making $20 million a year, I want to be like you. If you're making a hundred million, I want to be like you. That's where I'm heading. And I want to move my frequency up to that. 
And the only pain that I'm going to experience is in the transition. And remember, your will has power. So when you say, I will myself, I will make a million dollars a year. I will make 20 million a year. I will, make, I will be worth a billion. Whatever it is that you want to set as a goal for you, your will will start attracting the opportunities to do that. That's the beauty and the power of our words, the power of our commitment. I'm going to share with you two quick stories that illustrate the power of our words and the power of commitment. There was a doctor, uh, Dr. Masuru Emoto, uh, in the early 2000s who did a study on the effects of positive and negative words on water. Think about this for a second, on water. Now, this sounds woo-woo and crazy, but it's an actual scientific study. And you can go look this up. What he did is he would take a bowl of water and he would speak positive, encouraging words to this bowl of water. He would play pleasant sounds, good music. He would do positive things for this water and he would freeze it. And he would take another bowl of water from the same source and he would do negative, negative words, say it was dumb, it was ugly, say, say negative things to it, play, play hard music that was not pleasant and he would freeze it. And he would take the bowls of water out and he would put them as they were frozen under a microscope and look at the ice crystals. And what he discovered what he discovered was that the bowl of water that had positive words spoken to it had beautiful, symmetrical, intricate ice crystals. And the bowl of water that had negative things said to it were asymmetrical, deformed, and subjectively ugly ice crystals. Our bodies are made up of 80% water. Our words have power. So when we say, hey, I'm in a comfort zone right now at 100,000 a year or 500,000 a year, and I want to be at a million. When we say that, our words have power to attract that reality. It's not magic. You can't just incantation. It's not about manifestation is not about conjuring. You see, a lot of people, when they hear people say things like I just said, they think, well, you're just magic. You're trying to conjure up something that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's what conjuring and magic is. It's, it's bringing something to existence that doesn't exist. Manifestation, on the other hand, is manifesting something that already exists, but is not yet seen or realized. So when we say words, we have a will, our will has power to move from one comfort zone to the next, whether it's in health or money, as an entrepreneur, we can move to that next level of frequency. The pain is only in the transition. And if you're not willing to go through the transitional pain, you're never going to get to that next comfort level, that comfort zone, because you can be comfortable making a hundred a year, or you can be comfortable making a million a year. You can be comfortable at 185, or you can be comfortable, comfortable at 350 pounds. You can be comfortable in either one of those places. And millions of people all over the world right now are comfortable in various locations of their life, whether it's health, wealth, relationships, whatever it happens to be. The comfort zone isn't the issue. And you're not moving out of your comfort zone into some wild thing that's going to be uncomfortable for you. No, you're moving from one comfort zone to the next. You're moving from one comfort zone to the next. And as you move that short transition period from one comfort zone to the next, that is going to be a little bit painful, but it's worth it. How many comfort zones have you moved through in your life as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? You know, if you're like me, you went from making a tiny bit of money and a comfortable job that other people paid you to show up and do to being your own boss and not knowing where the money's coming from. The pain of that transition was was difficult, but
but you move from one comfort zone to the next. Make no mistake, you are living in a comfort zone right now. I don't care if you're making a million dollars a year or $100,000 a year or $10,000 a year. You are living in a comfort zone. And the difference between where you're at now and where you want to be is just the transition from one frequency to the next. It's a transition from one comfort zone to the next. It's a change from one paradigm to a new one. My goal as a business coach, as a podcaster, as a speaker, as an author, is to help you as an entrepreneur change from one comfort zone to a higher level of comfort. It's not about making millions of dollars. It's not about having a very successful business. It's about living the life you desire. And if you desire to have a successful business and make millions of dollars, then let's work together to get you there. Unfortunately, a lot of people experience burnout in their years as an entrepreneur and a business owner. I created something brand new and it just launched. I think, I think actually that the release of this podcast will be the first day it's launched is called the business burnout test. I actually changed the outro to my podcast to reflect this. So you're going to hear it again here in just a minute, but I want you to go to businessburnouttest.com, businessburnouttest.com. It's a quick 10 question quiz that'll indicate for you and let you know how close you are to burnout and what path you need to take to stop being there. Because where you are now, if you're close to burnout or you're not, is still a comfort zone. And I want to help you get from that comfort zone to a higher level of comfort, a higher level of paradigm, a higher level of worldview, a higher level of experience. And it starts with you taking the business burnout test. Just go take it. It's free. Go to businessburnouttest.com and take it. And while you're there, um, you're going to be given the opportunity to pick up a copy of my new book. It's a best-selling book internationally called Exit Without Exiting. It's um, how to exit your business without selling it and begin living the exit lifestyle much sooner than you ever thought possible. Uh, This book is the stories of three different entrepreneurs and how they built their businesses that either required them or didn't require them and how they were able to exit as a result of the way they built their business. You can pick that up at my website, therealjasonduncan.com slash book. I want to thank you for tuning in today. It's really an honor to be able to do these shows as a solo episode every once in a while. I don't do it often. Uh, normally, I'm interviewing guests. So next week, I'll have a, another guest on, uh, or not, not or in my next episode, or at least two episodes a week. But on my next episode, I got another guy coming in who's very successful, and uh, you're going to love his story about how he built a billion dollar company and lost it all, and what he's doing to rebuild it. So you don't want to miss that that next episode that comes out after this one. But thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, it would really do me a big, 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 big favor if you would just spend a minute. And when the show is over, go to whatever podcast player you listen to, whether it's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, well, I guess that's what they call it now, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to it, and just leave a review. Please, uh, hopefully it's five-star. If it's not five-star, let me know what I can do to make it better. But leave a review and subscribe because that's the way this podcast gets put to in front of more people. And I believe this podcast has the benefit of helping people live higher-level lives and being in a higher level of comfort. I am the real Jason Duncan. Thanks for listening. And uh, again, this is on YouTube. So if you don't watch these on YouTube, you got to go check it out on youtube.com slash the real Jason Duncan. Make sure you tune in again next week. And when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success until then, I am the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. Attention business owners, attention business owners feeling burnout from running your business. 
Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.